Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Do you have any final words? What you're doing isn't right. Somebody stop this, please. Killing me in the dead of night because you're ashamed. You're wrong. I'm not ashamed. Welcome to Fear Me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. And Scott. Welcome to another episode of the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 128, and we're back with The Walking Dead. Yes, we are. Walking Dead is back and kind of alive. Yeah. It was a... uh, it was a questionable episode. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I'm still that excited. That was an unintended editorial. <laughs> they were hitting the ground walking in that episode. <laughs> Very good. Excellent, excellent. Well, how are you guys doing? You guys are at the beach now, huh? We're at the beach and trying to avoid a hurricane that's coming to our house in Atlanta. So yeah. we thought it'd be Yay, good to go to the another beach. Hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're hope, hoping it shoots the needle right between you and uh, and us. Yeah. 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 So. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. we're at North Carolina Beach, and I think we're actually going to be spared. We'll be yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're supposed to get we're supposed to get some of it here, but uh, hopefully it'll go by real fast. I think it's uh, passing our front yard right now in Atlanta, actually. It could be. Could be. I saw some of your neighbors flying by earlier. <laughs> there go my gnomes. <laughs> your walker gnome? Yeah, my walker gnome. It's his uh, precious piece. And how are you, Scotty? I'm okay. Back at work, all that happy, crappy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds exciting. Well, we were glad to hang out with you this weekend, which was cool. Yes, yes. We did, we did have a good time. Uh, your kids are great. Always a lot of fun. Uh, I love the way they um, gave me a hard time about my Yankees losing last night. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I've trained them well. Yep. Yep, you have. You have. I was getting shit from them even today. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's one of the few times where I was like, sure, you can text Uncle Scott. <laughs> Who wants yeah, to I, text Uncle Scott? Your fingerprints were all over it. I knew that. <laughs> yeah. But you know, how, you know how you can drive a kid crazy when they're trying to get you on something like that? How? Just pretend you don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had half the, spent half the morning trying to convince them I didn't even know what sport they were talking about. <laughs> uh, don't let them get your goat. Nope. <laughs> so what are, you, what are you drinking right now? What am I drinking? I am drinking a beer from your neck of the woods. 
It's uh, from your favorite, Sweetwater. It is the, I think this is for Halloween. It's the 420 Strain oh. G13 IPA. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, it's even got the bottle. fish on the front as if skeleton. No way. way. Ah, yeah. that's cool. Is it good? Yeah, it's delicious. What did you say it, it was? Is. An IPA? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's hmm. called G13 IPA. Um, hmm. Not sure what that means. They didn't give me an explanation here. Just a nice, it, but it's a yeah, it's a it's a uh, it's a good it's a strong IPA, but it is um it for uh, their stuff it's really smooth. It's so pretty the flavorful. Strain that's weird. So yeah. is it, it's like developed with like the. Strain? What's that? Neil Gaiman strain. I don't know. I think maybe it's like a zombie strain. Developed with a CDC. It's, it's the 420 strain. That's interesting. Okay, I had not heard yeah. of that one. Yep. So it's out of out of Atlanta. As you know, um, but yeah, I like it. It's very tasty. Uh, if you get, if you when you get home, great, get you some. All right, it's good. How about you guys? What are you drinking? Uh, we are drinking one from Salisbury Brewing Company, which I don't think you uh, you may may not have had the Old Stone House IPA. No, new, I don't believe I've had that. New Sarum Salisbury Brewing Company. Nice Salisbury. Yeah, North Sarum. Carolina. Sarum, right? Yes, Sarum. Sarum. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've had some of their beer. I don't think I've had that particular one. Um, it's pretty good stuff. It is. It's mm-hmm. good. It's a little weird. How mm-hmm. How so? When you say weird. I don't know. It's like a like a chocolate or something in it. Or I don't know what it is. A chocolate? It says citrus flavor and bittering black back end. But I don't know. It just has a little different taste to it at the okay. beginning. So it's a little bit more malty IPA? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's right. So would you it's give good, it a though. thumbs up? I would, okay. I would. I mean, I'd buy it again. Yeah. I think okay. it's very good. I think it's a good, clean IPA. Good. Excellent. Excellent. Good job, New Serum. Tonight, we are talking about The Walking Dead, Season 9, Episode 1, A New Beginning. Okay. So, Kim. Yes. What did you think of the episode? I mean, I'm glad it's back on air. <laughs> um... <laughs> There was some there was some good points to it. It it was really slow. I don't think we needed an hour and a half or hour and twenty minutes that they gave us. I think they could have consolidated a little bit of it. I really like the time jump. I'm glad that they just kind of got a bunch of that stuff out of the way. We didn't need to see. I'm super glad Maggie's had her baby, for God's sakes. And I'm glad that they're introducing new storylines. I'm really actually very interested to see what happens with Daryl and the sanctuary. I'm super glad that he's got lines now. And I think Father Gabriel is kick-ass looking. So I'm kind of excited about that too. Hmm. But now the thing with Daryl is like pretty much over though with the sanctuary, isn't it? Isn't that what they discussed during that episode is that he's out of there? Yeah, but they say things. It doesn't mean he's out of there. Okay. Well, we don't know. That's what we got to find out. Right. Okay. And who's going to take over? I don't know. Carol said she would just be a temporary. Well, so I think th- we're going to have a little little uh, differing of opinions within the sanctuary coming yeah. up. So who knows who what will settle off from that. Yeah. And how, how long did they say it had been since the big fight with Negan? Was it a year and a half? Year and a half. Year and 18 a half. months. Yeah. Okay. So, Stu, what did you think of it? Um, you know, I wish I had gotten to see it a second time because I think I would have been able to appreciate a little bit more detail out of the episode on the second viewing of this one. Um, 
I really, I, honestly, I was a little disappointed at this being like the opening episode after everything had happened. And I felt like um, this false security that they kind of kept portraying about everything was just getting a little... They were trying to show that there was like this optimism of this, the um, society growing, but at the same time, it, was, it all seemed completely fake. And like they all, they all knew that there was no security in what was happening. I mean, everything was like already falling apart, even though we're just introduced to, to this again, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it, maybe they're just rushing it along because it did feel like it was just a filler episode into the next like big bad thing that was going to happen. I mean, I, I don't know that it, I don't know that I want to watch like the next five episodes of this just like falling apart, mm. you know? So I don't, but I, I feel like that's all it was setting up to be. Right. You know, we got to see some development of, of things of what what's going on. I thought it was pretty, the ending was really surprising. Um, mm-hmm. And I know made Scott happy. Yep. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, during the whole episode, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't extremely excited about hmm. the things. I don't know. I, I had a lot of questions, I guess. Yeah. A lot of questions uh, as far as the decisions of, of what they were doing. But. Yeah. What about you, Scott? Well, uh, full disclosure to everybody, we, for the first time, actually watched it all together. Yeah. That wasn't um, the first time. I thought it was the first time we watched an episode together. No. It's been a okay. long time. It's been a long time. So, you know, we had uh, kind of discussed as we were going through the show, we were kind of have, of the same mind that things were kind of slow. And um, and I, I, I felt that there was this underlying um, pessimistic feel. I mean, they were showing things together, but they were showing more of the cracks underneath the surface than anything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's funny. I, you know, when we stopped watching, we were all of that same opinion. And but I kept seeing that other people were at or I talked to like Melissa at my work and a couple other people and they all loved it, you know. So I was kind of like, I need to I need to look further at this. So I actually for one of the few times I went and read reviews by people on it. Hmm. Okay. And. Because I was having a hard time figuring out what it was that bothered me about the episode. And one, one reviewer put the words, I, I, got, I, I forgot to write the reviewer's name down, and I don't want to claim this is my idea, but I thought it really summed it up perfectly for me, is it felt very uh, paint-by-numbers. <laughs> uh, it was just a, it was like a roll call. Yeah. Yes. And, and... That's what bothered me about the episode. It just seemed like everybody had to chime in. We had to see everybody, you know, little cameos all over the place and stuff like that. And was, there was there, no originality to the, what the writing was. It was just, it right. just felt like, okay, well, this is, yeah. this is what is supposed to happen. And, and, you know, and I mean, that's probably what they were trying to do in essence. I mean, they were rebooting. They were showing everybody where everybody is now. It just, it really did, it, it got bad enough that it felt like it was a roll call. There just wasn't a whole lot of substance, actually, to the episode, really. Yeah. Which was weird to start a season out that way. Right, right. And it was boring. I mean, yeah. uh, for me, I'm flat, simple, it was boring. And and again, they they really showed us that, yes, society has come together in certain places, but there's more underlying problems than positives going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, so, you know, it wasn't a big episode for me. It wasn't great. And one thing also I'm a little bit concerned about is they're really focusing a lot on this on this um, Rick-Maggie dynamic. Mm-hmm. Both of those characters are going to be gone by half season. Well, and, 
Yeah. What are they going to be focusing on going forward? But, I mean, I think that's the point. They're trying to build up that turmoil between the two of them. So do they fight each other to the death? Maybe. Which is fine, They but they need to, they also need, I know they, they're trying to set up Carol as being one of the leaders in this thing. Um, and they gave Daryl some lines, which was kind of shocking in itself. Which but he said after, in the after show, too, which yeah, I thought yeah, was right. hilarious. I was like, oh, man, see, they've been talking to Scott. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, I just don't see Daryl carrying the show. Yeah, he's, he's the guy that wants to be out in the field all the time. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would be a leader to do this thing. And uh, Carol, Carol's a good character and all, but Carol's, you know, she's displayed more antisocial tendencies than anything mm-hmm. throughout the series. Well, the and, both of them have. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it really kind of runs, to me, a little strange that they would be the leaders of things. Um, but, but, you know, I also don't like that they're pitting Maggie and um, Rick against each other. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't seem natural to me. These are no. people who went through so much together in the previous But we knew that seasons. was coming, though. We knew that was coming. No, I know, but they... it doesn't, it still doesn't feel right. They're like family, and why would she get so mad? I mean, yeah, he's made some decisions that are questionable, and so now she's trying to step up to the plate and be the leader that her people need, but... I feel like she needs to be a little bit, I don't know. Um, Less just, angry? Yeah, just not as combative with Rick. Like she's Well, she was, I mean, for the most prosperous place they have going, she was the most angry of the leaders mm-hmm. throughout the episode. I mean, don't get me wrong, Daryl was never a happy camper, but Daryl just wants the hell out of there. Um, you yeah. know, he wants to go on a camping trip again. But... And during that conversation, it had just happened that she had had that fight with the drunk guy that Gregory had sicked on her. So, right. I mean, yeah, there was kind of an emotion, emotional side that was kind of stirred up because of that. Yeah, but she was she was angry towards Rick last year because remember she was like, was I guess it was Rick that said, I'm going to follow you someday. Right. And um, this time, she, in this episode, she said, now's the time. Right. Where it was uh-huh. like, damn, girl. Yeah, she put her foot down this time. Yeah. And I think it... I think it um, it did make sense. Don't get me wrong. I mean, when the when the mother of Ken, Brett Butler, uh, by the way, is looking pretty rough. Um, but yes. when but when the she confronted Maggie, and she pointed out, you know, pointedly to her that her son died getting stuff for sanctuary. You know that I think really hit home with Maggie. I think it was a, something that's been gnawing at Maggie throughout all this stuff. But it really hit home to her that she needed to do something about it because her people were losing faith in her because of that. And so I think that's why she she really cracked down on Rick. I got it. Don't get me wrong. I got it. It's just not the Maggie I like to see. Same. And it also made me wonder how long ago were the elections? It, it sounded like it was pretty recent. It, yeah, pretty I was going to say it didn't sound like it was that far off. Mm. Um, but people were already questioning their votes. Um, yeah. So I'm just wondering, I'm left wondering, like, what has happened in the meantime that has left people not trusting Maggie as much? And honestly, we've only seen two people, and that's Ken's parents, who really have expressed that and 
uh, well, it was it was because Gregory him. was running around behind the scenes telling everybody what bad job Maggie's doing. Yeah, yeah you know, and, and and they're alluding they're alluding to the fact that nothing's going right with the sanctuary and that um, they're having to you know give up all their food and stuff to the sanctuary right. to keep them going. And, and you wonder you wonder how much they really know about how bad things are at the sanctuary. You know, yeah. it doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of real good communication either. I mean, you know, when Rick has to say, "Hey, Maggie, why don't you come and see Alexandria? Judith yeah. misses you." It's that obvious weird. they're not getting together. I mean, why would, you know, why would that happen? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Rick could bring Judith to Hilltop or something, you know. I mean, are these, these sounds like these communities do not have a ton of communication. Right. And I think that's where the thing that Michonne wants to do is really right, going to be an important thing to get these communities on the same page and interacting with each other. Because if they remain separated and divided like they are they're never going to work together right she's trying to bring the commonality between the three to show them as a one community yep yeah which is right you're exactly right the sanctuary people are i mean they're kind of a powder keg right now which i don't understand how they would actually get into the fold uh, of this whole organization because these guys are a bunch of foot soldiers and stuff i don't see them like actually being the ones that are growing the crops and all that. Yeah, shit. I wasn't quite understanding why, um, if things weren't working at the sanctuary, why were the people at the sanctuary not helping? Thank you. Um, the yep. hilltop and so forth with building things and doing stuff like that. I mean, why was that not a a situation that would happen? Because me, to me, that seems pretty natural. And that's why they laid that whole plot line of building rebuilding the bridge because they're right. like they don't have a thing to do they need to have something to do to keep But I going. can't understand why that wouldn't have already happened. That's what I'm saying. I mean, to me it seems like that would have been an easy natural progression from last season. You know, they let them live so they're going to pay people back by helping them be the labor if they don't have the supplies. Yeah. Right, right. But you did that evidently didn't happen for whatever reason. And for if, a year and a half I don't see these people not doing anything. And if right. the sanctuary <laughs> is truly failing, they should have divvied up the people inside the sanctuary and let some of them go to Alexandria well, and feeling, Hilltop and all the others. I said that while we were watching. I said, why not take some of these people to Alexandria? There were plenty of houses. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that the, none, the Hilltop nor Alexandria trust any of the people that are in the sanctuary. Which, if you're not going to trust them, how are you going to have a agreement? And, 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 and as we've seen, there is some reason not to trust them. There's mm-hmm. some, yeah. You know, they did have a ton of scoundrels in there, too even though they had a ton of worker bees that were good people, probably, mm-hmm. and so forth. But they had some pretty pretty scoundrelly people in there, too. Yeah, but if they were to divide them up like that, there would be mm-hmm. no way for those people to come together and form, like, this little mini Negan... Right. ...whatever it is that they're doing. Underdale. Yeah, and they could keep an eye on these guys and maybe actually turn them one by one. But they lost that opportunity. So now the guys are bored... They're not doing anything. The crops are failing. The only the the, the scarecrow that was a pretty funny one, and and even that Daryl was like, yeah, no, that's not happening. Yeah, I didn't quite even understand that to tell you the truth. Because I don't know they why were that wouldn't be a good idea. Because they were torturing the the uh, the, the walker. walker? Yeah. Well, they're not even torturing. They just had a live walker. They were tying. I mean, the thing could get loose. Well, that it too. sure would yeah. make a great scarecrow. It'd be one yes. useful thing a walker can do. Yeah, but. When people get idle like that, especially people who have so much pent-up anger, that's when things go south very, very fast. Yes. Uh-huh. And when these you, people are still mad about Negan. When you have a dictator in place, a person that's authoritarian, and then you undo that, 
the people right. that have been had they've their taken the they've taken the seal they've taken the basement out from underneath them. yeah when you if some when there is a, a a group of people who've had a boot on their neck the entire time they're gonna try and fight for their own freedom mm-hmm. so yeah yeah i mean that's why or they're gonna or if things start going bad they're gonna look to who to turn to for that yes they're exactly which daryl actually does fit right. w- within right. that you know where he can he can tell them what to do and just be and really not say anything they're like okay i'm not gonna mess with daryl Right, right, right. He was eating a squirrel over in <laughs> the corner over there. I'm not going to ask him for anything. He was filing his nails on someone's head. <laughs> yeah, he Do was actually think... using Lucille to pick his teeth. Do you exactly. think Carol's going to be an effective leader there? No. No. I don't either. No, I don't think so. She's but too I, mousy. I, although she is kind of scary in her own right. No, she, I mean, I, I don't see Carol, I, I disagree with you on that, Kim. I don't see Carol's being mousy. Um, I just see Carol as being such a loner mm-hmm. um, yeah. yes. that she would be ineffective. It doesn't doesn't seem like people would be drawn to Carol. That would be Daryl too, right? And uh, yeah, I mean Carol right. is um, she has her her apron of uh, womanhood that she puts on, but really like inside she's like kind of evil. She's, uh, well, not she's, evil. She's a little evil. She's not evil. She's a little evil. She's she's kind of dark. She's dark, she's but she's dark. not evil. She's dark in an evil way. No. Look at the flowers, Kim. No, that was a necessity. <laughs> no. Try my lasagna. Don't try the lasagna. No. Don't don't don't, don't even go near don't, it. Don't. Carol don't does what she Stay needs to do to make people survive. She, I if I was trick or treating at her house, I would be scared there's a razor in the apple. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but you do have me thinking about lasagna now. Damn it. <laughs> Y'all, okay. speaking of we'll which. We'll carry on while you go get something to eat. <laughs> go get a nosh. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> I'll do it during our first break. How about that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just make a quick lasagna. <laughs> what are you, Garfield? I'm going to go over to Carol's house. I'm a little <laughs> nervous, though. So what do you guys think about them going to the Museum uh, of Natural History uh, in D.C.? Well, I mean, I thought... I thought it was cool that they went into D.C. Mm. And based on how things have been problematic for them when they've gone into um, metropolitan areas, I wasn't surprised to find out they weren't staying in D.C. Mm-hmm. And once we figured out, you know, what the deal was with finding the old tools and stuff like that, then, then it, that, you know, that made sense. Even though I do really think that they probably could have gone to the Library of Congress and found plans for all that stuff. Um, they wouldn't need to bring a wagon with them or, or a canoe or any of that stuff because they could have just gone to a, well, they could have gone to Dick's Sporting Goods and got a canoe. Yeah, that's very true. And, you know, actually, the uh, when they were getting some of the uh, metal implements, and they were talking about how they had, like, a blacksmith that could make it based yeah. on what they had. I, I mean, they had plans for a lot of stuff. I don't know what they had plans for specifically. Well, but not only but... that, why would you need to? There's farmland all over the place. I can't imagine there's not farm articles Yes, yeah, implements, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, farm implements, yeah, totally. Um, but it, them getting the metal stuff, the, the metal work would take forever. Making a mm-hmm. wagon, probably not take that long. No, um, but they had already shown that they could. They already made one out of a car. Yes, they did. They rode a wagon there to go get a wagon. Yes, so, so. yeah, I, it was cool to see the library. It was it was neat to have that. Um, the seed library? Yeah, the seed library and just just or it or the the museum itself. It was kind of cool to go there mm. and stuff like that. 
I, you know, when we were watching it, I was thinking it was a little silly with the glass floor. It wasn't until the second time around that I watched it that I realized that the glass floor had already started cracking mm-hmm. before when the uh, walker fell from the third floor. It's, it actually smashed the floor some. Yeah. Um, so that made a little bit more sense to me, even though I did keep thinking to myself, why are they walking straight across the floor when they could go to the right or left of the steps and be off the floor? Yep. Instead, they drag a, they pick up a canoe and carry it across the already cracking floor. But my question is, why is it cracking? It's been there for how long, and it's had to withstand because it's had hundreds bricks of stuff. thousands of people. Yeah, but it has. It. it had it had concrete statues and so forth fall on it from the third floor up there, which had caused the cracking to start. Well, what they they okay. the, the odd thing was that they made it seem like the glass cracking mm-hmm. was why the floor was falling apart. And that's mm-hmm. not necessarily why the floor would be falling apart. It would be the the I beam structure underneath is is caving in, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, it could be the glass itself cracking, because it yeah, is. But you, you know, that whole, is they had like they had like a whole waffle structure underneath that was I beams that was holding that whole thing up. So, sure, yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But it was one big piece of glass because I mean that was the actual floor that they were working on. I don't think it was all one piece of glass. Why it would was. they make? I'm not gonna. I'm, I, well, the only thing is, the only thing is, Stu, is that they made that that scene on the actual museum floor. Uh, I know that it's depicting. I know. So that's not how they would make it. Well, no, they did. Nevertheless, <laughs> who cares how it's made? Whatever. Um, I think the idea of it was really cool. Uh-huh. The idea that there is a glass floor. It's kind of like you know the glass. Thing that goes out over the Grand Canyon, and you walk out on it, and you can see straight down yes. into the. No, abyss. I don't know about that because I never would have done that. Well, exactly. So, but the idea is cool to think mm-hmm. that you're going to walk out on this thing, and like your life is like hanging in the danger right now, and the only thing that's separating you from death is this thin <laughs> sheet of glass hanging in the danger, <laughs> the danger zone. <laughs> is what I meant to say. Um, Saga. Um, <laughs> So that that idea was cool. I'm I like the okay. way they did that. Here's the problem I have with it, because I honestly did not realize that they were like trying to hold. Everybody had safety ropes when they were going across yeah. the glass. If the glass floor was that fragile, mm-hmm. then don't wheel a massive wagon across that you could probably build. Yes. You know, I mean that that's where I find it ridiculous that they were trying to get such large objects out over that glass when they knew it was that unsafe. Or why not take the wagon last? Get the other stuff, the lighter stuff out of there first. Sure. The plow and stuff like that. Then drag your wagon across. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Why do you have a king of an entire group who's the one who's like carrying the last thing across? That's a good point, too. Well, not only that, all the the leaders from the different places were together on this run. (laughs) I know. I mean, I didn't bring that up, but that's, you know, I thought that was kind of. uh, little star trekky my my grandpa actually builds wagons that are very similar to that mm-hmm. he, well he doesn't anymore because he's like 92 years old but he used to yes and it would only take him a couple of months once he mm-hmm. got all the materials together and he would scavenge seats bench seats from old school buses so that they would have the spring in them and they would be right. comfy on his butt and um but yeah i mean it was pretty easy for him to build they could totally mm-hmm. do it Mm-hmm. I just, I, I'm just surprised that, I mean, 
I know Alexandria and that area and so forth. It's all farms out there. I mean, I can't imagine it's that hard to find farming implements. Is Alexandria really? Because I feel yes. like a lot of people I know who live in D.C. or who work in D.C. Mm-hmm. live in Alexandria. Right. It's the metro. It's the suburbs outside of, of Washington, D.C. And right outside of the suburbs is farmland. Okay. I'm going to trust you, not, you on this one. because Have you I not been there? Yes, I've been there. That's why I'm asking right. because I don't believe you. Okay. <laughs> well. We were there for the elections a few years ago. It was right. Alexandria. Uh-huh. Yep. And it was nothing well, no, but... that's Washington, D.C. But... No, we stayed in Alexandria. Okay, right. Yeah. It's a suburb. We took the train in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had to, I think we had to get off at the sanctuary. There was a Dunkin' Donuts there. Mm. <laughs> the glass floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Place is awesome. Anyways, nonetheless, um, another interesting thing that I realized when they were at the, the seed depot... Uh-huh. Was that Jadis is going by her real name, Anne, now. Right. And has totally changed and her hair. she's just a regular person. Yep. No craziness anymore. Mm-hmm. And she and talks she's relying them. upon her information as a teacher. As a teacher. As a, as a former teacher. That's now, right. of course, it makes you wonder uh, what made her so wackadoodle when she got amongst the trash. Exactly. Um, but, you know, maybe we'll find out more about that. I mean, we still got so many questions about her with the helicopter and yes. her, her beautiful mobile unit she had she was living yes. in, you know, amongst the trash. So uh, many which, questions. you know, what we did not talk about is they have the new opening for the show. And the yes. heli- there was a helicopter in the opening, right? right? Yes, yes. So that is that storyline is still somewhere out there. Mm-hmm. And the noose on the building that they were making. Mm-hmm. Yep. That yep. found Gregory somehow. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. Speaking of that, that that new intro was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked it too. I was um, a little skeptical when I first heard about it, but it was kind of like a comic book ish mm-hmm. feel to it. I thought it, was it also really had cool. more of the Dawn of the Dead feel to it too. It did, and there was somebody else that it reminded me of. Um, oh, Salem. I thought it oh, had the, the, I've never seen the it, TV yeah. show Salem. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That was on like Fox or something. It had that type of feel to it. So I wonder if whoever that person was had a hand in this. Yeah, I was actually thinking kind of the stop motion silhouette animation yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Um, um, but it yep. did it fit more of the Walking Dead comic book. I think that was the whole part, purpose. And I really, actually, the best part I thought was when they showed the motorcycle. With yeah, all the, the vines, um, yeah, the vines over grow over all over it. That was cool. I actually even liked the tree. I mean, because the, the tree, you see it with the um, with the stained glass windows there, and then all of a sudden it pops up with all the leaves pop out on it, and then the birds fly away. Mm-hmm. That was, was kind of neat. Which is neat. showing there, that's the start of their new beginning. Yep, yep. It's funny that you say it has the comic book feel. It's almost as if, they're trying to force the comic book into our heads, even though they have changed the storyline so incredibly much with the killing off of Carl and now Rick. So it's like, but it what, sounds like they're they pulling themselves to back to the comic books, though, in, in the in the respect of uh, bringing the whispers into into the fold. So, I I mean, I think I think it's um, I think. Part of that, Kim, I think you're you're right, but I think I think it's more that they would want to bring more of a comic book feel of it to bring back the comic book fans. 
Well, they need to do something because their ratings drop by like half. Well, I think what they need to do is bring it back to the comic book feel because, or the comic book storyline to get it away from kind of the TV drama feel that it's kind of moving towards. You know, I mean, there's Mm -hmm. like way too much drama relationship stuff going on. I really, I really honestly think that they're not going to be able to carry this on after Rick and Maggie leave. I, I just, you know, I think it'll struggle on for another year or two, but it's mm-hmm. not going to be what it was. Mm-hmm. I agree. They just, don't, they just don't have solid enough characters and the rest of them to be able to carry that on. And I hope that they surprise you. I mean, yeah. I hope they surprise us too, but I'm, I'm a little nervous about it. So a couple of other things I wanted to point on, point out from the museum was the spider walker. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was a yeah. really cool one. I was not happy with the CGI, as always. It was really lame. But come on, it was still freaky. It was well, still freaky. The, Especially was... the little spiders all over the floor. Yes, and they're like getting on him and they're still knocking him off him once he actually gets out from under the tarp. Yes, but there was the one scene where the walker is shown, the face is shown, and you see the mama spider on one side of the face and then all the babies are on the other part of the face. And that was not good. Oh, come on. I didn't even think about that detail. I did. I was I'm actually, sorry. the thing I was thinking about was when they're knocking the other spiders off him, I was thinking, like, what, did the spiders do something else to you? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if you get by the spot, bit by Holy the spiders, crap, I'd is be that freaking bad? out too. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong, I'm the spider killer in the house, but if I have a bunch of spiders climbing all over me, oh, I'm going to yeah. have a little problem. I hate spiders. I, I mean, I'm the one who's like, don't kill the spiders because they're going to kill all the bugs in the house. So I love spiders and mm-hmm. I leave them alone. But if they're near me or if, if like there's like one like in the yeah. corner of the shower like, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there taking a shower, I'm always like got my eye on it. Like it's not going to like <laughs> jump on me, is it? Jump on your face. <laughs> like I like what you do, uh... but leave me alone. But do it in the quiet so I don't have to see it. Um... That, was, that was funny what Nicotero was saying on the Talking Dead afterwards about how... <laughs> <laughs> when they came up with that storyline, they had to hide everything from him, all the visuals. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. he's scared to death of spiders. Okay, yeah, I'm not that bad. Like, really? Greg Nicotero is scared of something? Especially a spider? Yes. That was exactly. that was awesome. That was funny. So that, that actually made that scene a little bit better for me. Um, I did like, I also liked that it happened to Sadig. So we get to see a little bit of, uh, a little bit of humor from out of Sadig's mm. character. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Agreed. And then the evolution of man was hilarious. Oh, that was good. Yeah, I did like yes. that. That was great. Yes. Because there's actually a t-shirt out that has the exact same image on it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Of the well, de-evolution. They probably got it from the t-shirt. Probably. I that was surprised really cool. that Gabriel was able to all of a sudden like fight that guy off, though. Like I thought his yeah. sight was like completely gone when the, we moved yeah. into this. So it was actually kind of cool. Like, okay. So mm-hmm. he's, yeah, he's well, still got one eye. It's, it's actually kind of funny because... Now that his sight is gone from that one eye, he all of a sudden has the bravery to do something like that. Whereas mm-hmm. before, that's kind of why he well, lost he, his he, eyesight. He was, you know, he by the end of last season, he got pretty badass. He wasn't, yeah. you know, he was he was not playing around. So I'm not. I'm happy to see. It's like <laughs> the evolution of Father Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Going from being super scared to now being this brave, kicking ass, yep. doing whatever mm-hmm. he needs to do to mm-hmm. survive. Yep. So that's cool. The show has got a lot of characters right now. Um, it sure does. Well, that's and... why it's good they started killing some off right away. Yeah. 
And, you know, I hope they don't feel obligated that they have to develop every character going forward. I mean, I don't think we need to do a whole lot of development with Father Gabriel's character. Let's just let him kind of be that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's let Sadiq be who he is. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. Um, you know, uh, the uh, what's the girl's name who was at the sanctuary who's been helping um, Daryl? The blonde girl that was a uh, one of Negan's people. Right, right, right. Yep, I, I like her where she is on this show. Let's. I don't think we need to mess with that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't worry about overdeveloping all this other stuff. You got too many cast members. Let those people kind of be in the background. It's kind of like what we were saying with Fear and um, Wendell and Sarah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, let them just be what they are. You don't have to overdevelop it. I think Scott because... was actually saying that. I think you were saying, yeah, I think you were I the was one saying that. Yeah, you were the ones. But, no, but I agree with you on that. There's like, coming back to The Walking Dead, it's like, wow. I mean, you do have three different, three completely different societies. Four and, if you include Oceanside. Oh, yep. well, I'm not going to include Oceanside. They're trying to now because um, mm-hmm. they mentioned it again in this yeah, episode. They did. But yeah, I think it's, you know, it's too much uh, Game of Thrones right now. You get too many. Mm-hmm different societies going on and the fa- and right. you know i think that's magnified when uh, maggie makes that comment of like how she hasn't really talked to them yeah you know, in alexandria it's like what the hell like i thought these right. people were all together now and they were yeah. all you know or like, daryl never seen carol yeah right you know that's true they didn't run into each other so but. i mean that was very purposeful that they were making that mm-hmm. known that these people mm-hmm. are very separated right now right and daryl you know daryl's wanting to get back and and get away from... I mean, can you imagine? Like, you're hanging out with all these, like, dirt bags mm-hmm. that just got freed, and you're trying to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he obviously right. was not happy with dealing with any of those people. So, um, yeah, he wants to get the hell out of there. But well, not the only that, wants so to be there. To deal with, too. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, he is a bowl of joy. I thought it was interesting that he said he didn't really... He was... He's like, yeah, I don't want to go back with you. But right. I want to go, I wanna go you know, see how Maggie's maybe. doing. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing is, King Ezekiel and Carol have gotten really close. Mm-hmm. They were not Which very Daryl close. Daryl seemed jealous about that. I know. There's been a couple of times a little bit. A little in the bit, past yeah. few seasons when they've both been jealous of each other. But um, <laughs> but I don't care about that. <laughs> well, I mean, there was definitely a time when people were shipping those two. Yeah. So um, when King Ezekiel proposed to Carol, that was just very sweet. Didn't you think? Can Carol just yes. not say yes to something? Yeah, Carol's annoying in that sense. Like, really? I mean, <laughs> come on. I kind of agree with you. I understand where she's coming from, though, because, like we've said, she wants to be alone, but she also yeah, but, wants. But and then she turns lost... around. She wants to move in and take over Sanctuary. No, it, no, it that's just struck different. Me strange. That's totally different. She's doing that to help out a friend. She's lost so many love interests throughout this show history that if she if she she feels like if she starts to fall for King Ezekiel to the point where they're getting married, that something bad is going to happen to him. Yeah, but she makes it seem like well, he's not doing enough. In a way. Well, what is, well, what is give who else is she? Who else is, has she lost? <laughs> Tobin. Oh yeah. Wow. Well, her husband. Her real husband. Yeah. Well, she didn't want him anyway. Yeah, I know. So, um, there was another no guy. Sense of loss there. Was there? Yeah, oh, there was I don't another. So. No, there was. Oh, there was that wolf guy with the bad teeth that she really liked. No. <laughs> 
Yeah, that guy. He, he didn't no, have bad vegan. teeth. He just ate a bunch of her chocolate chip cookies and then chocolate That's chip. Right. But even exactly. even without the love interest, um, uh, what's her face? Um, look at the flowers, girl. That was a huge thing hmm. for her. Yeah. That was a huge impact. And then even. Um, Oh my God! What is his name? The big Daryl. guy? No, the big guy that was with her during those during the Grove episode. Oh yeah, um, Jerry. No, no, the guy with the stocking cap. <laughs> yes. Ah, <laughs> someone anyway. took my tongue. Anyway, sure it wasn't Jerry. She's lost. He loved her cobbler. Will you stop it, please? <laughs> She's lost people that are very close to her. Mm-hmm. You people annoy the crap out of me. But she's also spent so much time alienating people. Too. She has. Yeah, but it's that's ridiculous. the same thing Morgan has done. Uh, it's getting it's old. It's the exact same thing. I'm not saying it's not getting she, old. But she's you have to let herself who get she is. so close to this guy, and then she's like, "Oh, but the ring thing. Yeah, I'm not doing." It. Which I, I mean, I can understand. I Listeners, can, I want you to understand that these two men here sitting with me are aggravating the shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why they listen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys have no love bone in you whatsoever. Uh, oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> you tell them, girl. You go, girl. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm, just have to, I'm just saying. I'm not even going to say anything. <laughs> please don't. You have to understand where she's coming from as a woman. Yeah, and we're telling you from the standpoint of a guy. Ezekiel asks her to marry him, and she rejects him. So I'm saying, hey, give the guy a break. Just say mm-hmm. yes and get married to him. You're going to do that in the end anyway. You know, his reaction is perfect, though, which I, he's he's just mm-hmm. laughing about it. He understands she's just going to keep saying no, 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 and he's just going to keep trying, which I think is great. I thought that was awesome. Yes, he, His character is awesome, yep. I think. Mm-hmm. For for all its ridiculousness of of being still the actor, yeah, and right. Jerry, where are our steeds? You know that kind of stupid <laughs> shit. You know, I, I did see one thing that I felt was a was a sad missed opportunity to actually make make um, Daryl show a sense of humor when he was talking about when does he snore? Um, what did he say? Does he snore all formal or something? Mm. When no. he was talking about King Ezekiel sleeping. Why did they not have Daryl laugh at that point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He still kept the grumpy face. Yeah, even Make though human, even though Carol somewhat. made a joke of it or something. But Jesus Christ, man, let the guy lighten up a little bit. I would have loved to have seen him give out a laugh. You know, if this guy's a hard ass redneck, that's at some point he's just going to be teasing, sarcastic, and with the people he can, you know, yeah, with the but people they would that still he can laugh at it open up to he's gonna he's gonna be kind of a jerk and laugh about stuff or show somebody falling down the stairs and show him laughing at that whatever yes let's see a sense of humor on this guy once in a while Mm -hmm. i agree god he's got like a corn cob shoved up his ass all the time (laughs) yes (laughs) if you've ever had a corn cob shoved up your ass you know how painful that can be tell us all about it learn something new about scott Mm. i know Mm. (laughs) all right On that note, we're going to go ahead and take a break, (laughs) and we'll be right back to talk some more about the season premiere. Listen, baby, ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley low, ain't no river wide enough, baby. If you need me, call me, no matter where you are, no matter how far. 
Alright everybody, we're back. How about Rick and his former gang? He's got some strange, strained relationships with several of those folks. Um, we got his relationship with Maggie. We got his relationship with, with uh, Daryl. And he's still in control of all of this. Like, he's still yes. the one that's going around, like, trying to hem it together mm-hmm. somewhat. Right. Um, right. So, that's, I mean, that, that's confusing. And that, I think that's what uh, uh, Maggie was pointing out to him as well. Yeah, and he's holding it together with tissue paper. Yep. Do you think, uh, well, I mean, I don't see, I don't see this group coming back together. You mean our core group? Yes, the core group. Yeah. No, because yeah. it would be hard to develop the story that way. Unless it turns out later on that they do have to get back together to deal with the whispers. Yeah. But I would imagine that Rick is going to be gone by then. Yes. But it, you could see that um, Daryl was definitely felt that it was that was like important thing for them to get back to. He was like, screw right. all these other people. Like, yeah. well, it was so much better when it was we just a few of us. We were best we were just our small group. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think it's still his kind of core value to get back to that as well. So him getting away from the sanctuary, uh, who knows what this conflict with the Whispers is going to bring about. But I have a feeling that a lot of people are probably going to... I don't... I mean, it's still weird to me that this whole Whispers thing is even brought up. Like, mm-hmm. it's not even brought up... It's not even hinted at in the storyline, and yet they're talking about it outside of the show. Right. Well, you know, don't so, worry about it then. Well, I know, but I'm just saying it's all around the show, and all these people are talking about it, and they're talking about it on Twitter, and they're talking about oh, it after Greg show. Oh, hell, Greg is wearing a Whispers t-shirt yeah, to, Greg the, Nicotera, to the exactly. talking show. So it's like... I mean, uh, yeah. Well, we know that's, we know that's coming down. Yes. I don't know, though. I, I, I don't know if... I mean, do you think the Whispers thing has anything to do with what's going to happen to Rick and Maggie? I mean, uh, or is it going to be the internal struggles that the communities are having that will be their undoing? I mean, who knows at this point? I think it's going to be more of an internal thing. I feel like something's going to happen with the three or four groups that we have at this moment, where there it's going to be like a civil war almost. I think something's going to happen. With, yeah, something's going to happen with the sanctuary people more than anything. Hilltop and Alexandria people wouldn't have done anything to, with Negan's group, anyways. Yeah, but if Negan gets out and does something, they're gonna blame the hell out of Rick, and possibly yeah. retaliate against him. Which I think was one of Scott's favorite parts of this is that they kept Negan and Gregory alive this entire time. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Those are the two dumbest plot lines in this thing. There is no way Negan would have survived this thing. And there's no way that Maggie's allowing Gregory to be running around behind the scenes doing this crap. Yep. That one is the most unbelievable. I mean, Gregory right. should have been gone two seasons ago. And the main wedge between Maggie and Rick right now is the fact that they kept Negan alive. And what the hell I mean, for? things th- th- things were bad enough Just for Maggie that she threw Gregory in the pen with the with the sanctuary people. No, what I'm saying is, why would Rick keep Negan alive if that is what is keeping him separated from Maggie. Because he's trying to be that guy. Yeah, he's also trying to be that guy that is giving hope to the people in the sanctuary that still follow Negan. So it's, you know, as far as a control standpoint, it's a bad move. I I know they're trying to, I know how they're trying to sell it, that he's trying to be that guy that that, uh, Carl wanted. But... Mm -hmm. It really, in, in practicality, makes no sense at all. No. I agree. Um, you know, not unless you were planning on parading Negan out every once in a while 
so people can see he's still in jail. What the hell is that supposed to mean? And when he sliced him through the throat with that piece of glass, yeah. it wasn't like he was trying to shave him. <laughs> no. I mean, he should have. I know, really. I mean, he's not that talented that he could gauge on on hurting him as compared to killing him. Well, but that's where Maggie's strengths come through. She had this the nerve yeah. to hang Gregory. The way she did oh, yeah. it might not oh, yeah. have been all that great, especially when the kids saw it. But she did it, mm-hmm. and she got rid right. of her problem. Right. And, yeah, it was definitely a message to, uh, to Rick also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is how you deal with things. Mm-hmm. You know. She should right. have done that last season. Exactly. I mean, when he got thrown in the pen and he was caught conspiring against them and all that kind of stuff with Negan, no way he should have been allowed to come back. Mm-hmm. No way. He was caught with Negan conspiring. Mm-hmm. Why would you have him come back? Right. If he's still... They didn't let all. They didn't let the other lieutenants come back. Yeah, he was wandering around Hilltop, still whispering in people's ears. Yeah, you're like, what the hell for? Why? It made no sense. I agree. I mean, shit. You also not only that. Let me go a little bit further. If Maggie didn't have the satisfaction of killing Negan, she sure shit would have taken the satisfaction of killing him. Yeah. Yep. I mean, especially after the stunt he pulled in this episode, where he oh, yeah. got. Um, Ken's parents on his side and got Ken's dad to practically sure. beat her up with her kid right there in a right. stroller and knocks the stroller over and the kid could have gotten hurt. <laughs> I still I mm. still don't buy the fact that that guy was able to uh, or he was that Gregory was able to convince him that he needed to dress up in a hooded sweatshirt and go out there and beat the crap out of Well, for one thing, he's a grieving parent baby. who doesn't really like her in the first place. And he's drunk as a skunk. Yes, but I mean, he was arguing before when Gregory sat him down. He was arguing like, "No, no, she's our, he's our or she's our leader. She's we in charge. Yeah, she's right. Exactly. Yeah, but he so was reluctantly saying that. He's reluctantly saying that, but there's still part of him that still is like, "I no, I can't do that. I can't do that." And then all of a sudden, he's going to go out in the dark and beat the crap out of her while she's wheeling her baby in a stroller. I mean, and I on. thought it was, and I thought it was good that that Maggie didn't take it out on him either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, that's a sign of a good leader. She knew yeah. where it came from. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you know, I said, I, you know, I was talking about it during the the off season about the fact I didn't see why Gregory was still around at all, mm-hmm. or Negan for that matter. I don't get the idea of why you would keep something like that around. Doesn't doesn't it doesn't give you any. It, it doesn't help you in any way. Yeah, there's no advantage to having him around. What's what's he Just adding? Hand him over to Daryl. Let Daryl take him out in the woods and kill him. God. I mean, seriously, Daryl would do ruthless. it. No, really. Okay, well, Negan? okay, well then you okay. Give give one reason why you keep Negan around. Uh, I have no reason. I have no reason at all. He should have been dead. He should have died on that battlefield. Mm-hmm. They uh-huh. shouldn't have saved him. Right. Right, exactly. But if you, you know, but so you made that mistake, now just get rid of him. Quietly but, I mean, go. Okay, now get rid of him. you don't believe that he should be around, Scott. Do you have any reasoning why Rick is keeping him around? Well, we're supposed to be, we're, we're led to believe it's because he was honoring Carl. And he wants, you know, supposedly he wants Negan to see him fix the world. Yes. Okay. Okay. You know, rub it in his face. You know, you have to live and watch this, but that's bullshit. That's bullshit. That guy stands. That or guy for him to is more of a danger. A yeah, that guy is more of a danger of being a, you know, a, a, a leader again than anything. You wouldn't allow that to happen. Nobody does that. 
Hell, you, even in today's societies, when these in these dictatorships and stuff like that, they kill the opposition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't keep them around. They don't put them in jail to make them watch. Because it gives hope to the people that used to follow. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it wasn't a position. It wasn't a situation where he would have died a martyr. He had led his people into a bad situation. They knew it, so it wasn't like he was going to die in any kind of martyr position. Yep. I agree. So yeah, I got an issue. I still also have one more question from last last episode, the finale of last season. Yeah. Um, and that is, whatever happened to the big herd that they saw at the end? Because well, we were led to believe that was going to be a big thing. I think it's still out there. Because, I mean, they, they talked about the fact that the, that, that herd, two of the herd, herds had merged and destroyed that bridge. Right. So they're still out there. They're just avoiding them. That's just a little question I had. Well, Something okay. I'm wondering because of the whispers coming. With the last episode of, of season eight, yeah, they made it look like, okay, we need to stop fighting each other because we got that. And that's what Rick said. We got that mm-hmm. to fight. And it was like right. thousands of walkers coming at him. So it's been a year and a half. Right. So they never dealt with that, I guess. No, I question. think they have been. I, I think what they were saying is they've constantly been dealing with it. When you had these multiple routes, a lot of these routes were being utilized. Different routes were being utilized because of these walker uh, herds. Well, the buildup of around. that, the idea is that they would have to deal with that as a massive right. herd. But you, you heard, you heard Maggie saying, "I'm," you know, they were talking about you could go this back route, or and she goes, "It took them three weeks to get it open that last time it got shut down by a herd." Mm-hmm. Right. So, That's so good observation. So they've been dealing with it. They've been dealing with it in themselves. I guess they just know that they're not going to be able to completely destroy the herd. Okay. Cool. So thank you. Mm-hmm. I was wondering. So uh, anyway, stop agreeing with him. <laughs> ah. So the the set, the whole episode ends up with finally Gregory getting dealt with, mm-hmm. and Thank I don't God. think anybody would have any issue with that at all. No, the only problem that I had an issue with how they filmed it was that they they were more um, intent on, or I guess they they put more emphasis on the kids getting out of there and not seeing what right. was happening. Than they did on Gregory actually being killed. Yes. Right. They deflected. Right. Yes. And so it was like, okay, Gregory's dead. And so it, there wasn't any real build up to it, which I, I guess was a little odd to me with his character. It was odd. Well, it was almost like they were correcting something that should have been dealt with yeah. a while back and yeah. they knew it. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. It was just something that just needed to happen. They're like, okay, it's done. Move on. Yep. Next. Yep. Yeah, it was kind of anticlimactic, but whatever. I'm glad he's gone. I do not miss him at no. all. No. Story won't miss him. Sorry, Xander. Yeah. But your your character had to go. Yeah. All right. I think we've covered everything. Why don't we delve into hit or miss? Okay. Is it okay if I go first? Of course. I think <laughs> we're we're. I mean, we're I was rightly awaiting but your, of course, your if assessment. You want to go first, then that's fine. So for my hit, it's a broad-reaching hit, and that is that I'm really happy to see that we have jumped ahead in time and that we've seen the different groups kind of become independent of each other and have developed their own ways of survival. I also really liked that Daryl actually mentions 
that pretty soon it's going to take a whole day to travel between one group to another because of the gasoline shortage and that we're seeing them utilize horses more and the old ways of life more um, as opposed to modern conveniences, which mm -hmm. probably should have been on their way out. A getting a little bit more towards the Wild a West. A long time ago. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Just getting it back to the basics. And, and, you know, they spent a lot of time showing us in the background that things have really deteriorated a lot. I mean, mm. even when you saw it, when you would see a car, you'd see like a tree growing out of the car and stuff like that because it had been sitting there so long. Uh -huh. um, so, yeah, I thought it was good that they did that, too. Yeah. Stuart? Yeah. Stuart, how about a hit? Uh, my hit is the fact that Daryl does get to talk more and seems <laughs> uh -huh. to have a little bit more to um, offer to the whole troop. Yes. Mm -hmm. And storyline now. Well, and he knows words. We, we, we didn't know that. <laughs> yes. For a long time, we forgot he did know words. Um, Poor Daryl. And he's actually, I mean, the, the only weird thing is that he's put in some sort of leadership position, which Daryl has never really led anybody other than one no. person at a time. Yeah. So He's been the, he's been the get, get to it guy. No yeah, doubt. So he's I, been I, the henchman. Yeah, I, I enjoy that he's, uh, he's back with us a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I, I enjoy him in that henchman position. Mm -hmm. I don't need to see him more than that. You know, he's he's the go he's the the dude that will go get things done for you. They're they're only hinting that he actually was doing anything. Right. And now he's already trying to get out of it. Right. So sounds like actually a natural progression for Daryl. He needs to get rid of that <laughs> shirt with a big A on it though. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Alright, no what doubt. about you, Scott? Um well you know, I, 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 of course, we talked about it. I loved the opening montage. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, the uh, the evolution of man gimmick was great. But the one I really loved was the um, museum worker walker. Oh, the one yeah. whose hands came over the table yeah, and was breaking true. off the nails as they yes. were reaching and all. I, I thought that agree. was the best walker that I've seen good. in a long time. Yeah. Wasn't he I, a tribute walker? I don't know. There was another I've tribute walker. That. Gosh. I thought it was a she, actually. It was a she. Yeah. It was a she? So she yeah. yeah, it was like a librarian. Exactly. Or That's like that. what I thought. She was like the, the desk person, but it was like yeah. a librarian. But I just thought those desk. hands coming over were so uh, Night of the Living Dead. So, uh, uh, or 28 Days Later or something. I mean, it was just really creepy. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. That so was one that, of the that was my huge hit for the episode. Mm. I really thought that visual was fantastic. Cool. How about a miss? My miss is just how slow it went. It was just not premiere material. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I, it was. I, I'm it glad was let they, down. It it kind of was. I'm glad they wrapped up this, the Gregory storyline and they introduced some more things that were going on. Um, it but, felt it felt like you need to be hit with something big. Yeah. And nothing really big happened. All that much. Or Maybe the museum the... thing part was supposed to be the big part where they're escaping right. out of there. and, and I think the big part was supposed killed, to be but... us seeing Washington, D.C. I think that was ex what we well, were expected to think was the big thing. But... Yeah, I, I thought that was that. cool, actually. Especially was when they panned cool. out and they, and they show you the mall. Yeah. But right. I was wanting more from a D.C. scene. Right. You know, like, show me more walkers. Show it overrun with a herd or something. Or go into go into the capital. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
don't you know, know. It was just anything. missing that oomph. Whatever. Hey, if you want to do, if you want to get a new charter, then go get the original charter. There you go. That would have been cool. Go pick it up and bring it back with you. Like an Indiana Jones type thing. Yeah. Jumping over exactly. dead bodies, snakes coming out, whatever. Find the Constitution. That would have been cool. Yep. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying. Stu, how about you? Uh, my miss might not necessarily be the show, but like the their discussion in the after show when they're talking mm-hmm. about how it is much more a cowboy western kind yeah. of thing. And I really wasn't getting that watching the show at all. Like, um, yes, they're horses. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it wasn't wasn't really that that over the top for me. And they, but they really were trying to drive that home. Is like. That was like you know the big change that was happening this season, right? And right. Uh, so I don't know that d- didn't really sell it for me. Well, I mm-hmm. think yeah, I think it it kind of introduced it a little bit, but it's got the um, the communities aren't quite frontier enough to say that yet, right? To to have that, I mean, there was a show that was on NBC. I think it only made it through one season called, uh, I believe it was called Revolution. Yeah, right. Oh yeah. Okay, which definitely right. had much more of that feel. That had much more of the cowboy feel. That yes. had much more of the uh, homesteads and homestead communities, things like that, um, than this does. Right. So, yeah. I'm not quite, I agree with you, I'm not quite there yet with this show as far as if they want to portray it as a Western. Uh, but, but I think uh, that they really, to me, it felt like they thought they had really hit that. And yeah. I guess that's where I felt like that was a miss. Like, hmm Unless the unless it's supposed to be developed more through the next few episodes, I don't think they got there at all. Well, not only that, not only that. I mean, even like Serenity or something right. like that, where it's that a, stuff it's has all... been that stuff has been done to death. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, why? It's why been is done it to need death, to be and there? they didn't do as good a job as other people have done right. on that. Yep, and that's why it didn't it didn't stick. I agree with you. I mean, I don't think I don't think they they were trying to do anything but that, but. It's been done a lot, and if you want to do something that's been done a lot, you got to do it in a little bit of original way, or you got to do a really damn good job of it. Yeah. And they didn't do either. I was still scratching my head why they're getting all these hundred-year-old farming implements when they're all over the place. Yeah. You got John Deere's and shit everywhere, and they're still making gas. Right. Like well, not who, only that, who are they making you know, the gas? You know for? us. I mean, driving through North Carolina and Virginia, how many times do you see old, old, old farming implements yep. sitting beside the side of the road? Exactly. They're everywhere. I mean, they're everywhere. That's that's not a hard thing to find. It's not mm-hmm. a that's not a special commodity. So, yeah, that kind of flew in the face of of uh, what oh, I was seeing too. I agree. What? Hold on one second. Oh, so the the spider guy actually was a tribute. Walker to Nicotero. Um, West, yeah, it was a West Craven tribute to scary stories to tell in the dark. Mm. Mm. Gotcha. Do you know that one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I know the title. I, I can't remember it off the top. That's of the my one head. that they're trying to remake for Netflix now, isn't it? Is scary it? Scary stories. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a it's, it's a collection short, of different stories. Yeah, it's a collection of different short stories. Okay, right. so he said. Okay, a bunch of spiders come out of the eye, and I was like, no, they've got to come out of the nose, come out of the mouth, and they've got to come out like the mama spider comes out. So not only is it the little ones, but then they come out of the mouth, which is very Wes Craven. My deadly blessing homage, the part where the spider comes out of the mouth. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. My, my miss was kind of getting back to what I was saying about my overall feel. It was not my, – my miss is not about – this season my miss was about this particular episode 
where it really did feel like they were following a a schedule, mm-hmm. you know, of introducing people and getting everybody to get some little piece in there. Uh, you had to hear a little bit from Enid. You had to hear a little bit from from Jerry. You had to hear a little bit from from Eugene. Everybody had to get a little bit of something in in this issue. Mm-hmm. A- a- this episode, you had to, you know, even Tara with talking to ponytail you know everybody it was almost like watching happy days where everybody walking into the room has their own line mm-hmm. their room entrance line and it, it just felt kind of weak i i don't mind just seeing the people in the background and not having them say anything Agreed. whatever you know they could just be mixed in the crowd i don't care um but when you when you feel like you have to give each character a little bit of a scene then it just that's that to me is when the series has jumped the shark because any show that has the actors get bigger than the characters has that happen and that's what it is yeah it's the actors need some sort of recognition at this point yes and it's not the fault of the actors it's it's the director or whoever Mm -hmm. writers trying to make sure that they they do give some sort of recognition everybody gets a piece right yeah yeah so that was my fault with this it just it just felt like that to me yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree too. As far as the plot lines and things like that, I'm I'm willing to see what happens. Although I wanted to see Jerry. You wanted of to course. see Jerry? Yeah. Oh, you always want to see Jerry. <laughs> he still has his big battle axe. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's right, boss. <laughs> and we do have some listener comments. Scott? Yeah. Uh, Joe Johnson said, I'm feeling the premiere and love the opening animation title sequence. Um, do you think Dwight is going to come back in the picture to run the sanctuary? Hmm. Oh, Pastor Gabriel's new look is hot. Um, <laughs> That's I, a good point know, about Dwight. You know, it's funny. I, 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 I haven't looked or anything as far as like IMDb or anything and see if he is scheduled for any episodes for this season. Pretty uh, sure he is. is I he think really? he is too. Yeah. I thought he was supposed to leave and never come back. Isn't that what Daryl told him to do? Right. Yeah, but that doesn't, that never happens that way. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I could have gone either way. I mean, I wasn't sure if he would come back or not, but I certainly can see where he does come back. So, he would could be he perfect. be the leader of the sanctuary or could he come back in some other capacity that's uh, with the Whispers or oh, something? God. I don't know anything about the Whispers, so I wouldn't know what to tell you on that. Yeah. Hmm. I think he would be good with the sanctuary. Because he's the one, like, he is one of the top dogs that went against Negan, and he could show the people, like, you know, the error of their ways. But is he too broken down as far as an image? I mean, is he is he too, you know, he never, you know, he, while he was one of the lieutenants uh, for Negan, he never seemed like he was a guy that inspired anybody. Yeah, but it's been a year and a half, and he's been off on his own mm-hmm. since then. He probably he got his wife. Yeah, maybe, hopefully. Might have um, listened to some self-help podcasts, mm-hmm. some audio books. Could be. Done a lot of little soul Tony Robbins. Yeah. yeah. Feeling feeling like <laughs> the I'm me and I should be loved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. I right. have power. Hear me roar. By by the way, he did find his wife. How do you know? They would not have shown the letter and so forth at the end if he doesn't find her. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. You can speculate dead. all you want. All right, yeah. go, Stuart. Paige Vaughn said, Well, even though I fell off last season of TWD, I figured out I kept up with what was happening enough to just watch season nine without watching season eight. LOL. My motivation was that 
I didn't want to miss out on the pod your podcast every week, and that Ryan Hurst is going to be on the season. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Very nice. So I'm watching last night's episode, and who do I see but Zach McGowan? I had a little. <laughs> who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> I had a little fangirl freak out and decided I'm in for this season, basically. Just wanted to tell you all I'm back in for season nine. <laughs> nice, well, thank Paige. you, Paige. I appreciate that. And oh, I'm, my God. I'm, I'm glad our podcast means enough. Who is who is uh, Zach McGowan? That's a very familiar name, but I don't know who the hell it is. He's an actor that was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay. Black Sails. Okay, so I watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., what character was he? Uh, oh, I'm Anton. Ass- I'm assuming a really hot one. Anton Ivanov, the superior. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Yep. He was also the one, he was in the 100. Isn't that the one that um, Alicia Debnam Carter's in? I never saw it. Sorry. Think. Anyways, that's it. You know what? I could care less who Zach McGowan is. I'm just glad Paige is excited about our podcast. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, I'm happy that Paige is happy, so that's that's what I'm happy about. For and it's real. all about what I'm happy about. <laughs> that's true. If Scott is happy, everyone is happy. If Scott's happy, the Paige is happy, then we're all happy. Yes. Yes. Happy times. Okay. We got um, a private message from Cindy from Columbus, Ohio, and she wrote quite a lengthy review, I guess, of this episode, but I'm only going to read a little part. She said she thought the premiere was good, but not great. I'm glad the show is back, but it was like watching a normal episode that just so happened to be 90 minutes. Yes. I totally agree with you, Cindy. But don't get me wrong. I loved seeing all my favorite characters, how they were doing, where they were in their lives. Very happy about the Carol and Ezekiel pairing. Hmm. They are more believable than Rick and Michonne. I also agree with that. Yeah, I agree. I'm very glad Gregory finally got what was coming to him, and Laura Cohen was awesome. Maggie is right. The Hilltop can't keep helping the saviors if they are not going to be doing their share. Michonne is right. There needs to be some type of law or governing system set up with consequences. So the setup for the conflict this season looks promising. I just hope they don't drop the ball because I really do love the show. So that's a good point. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that well, first well, of all, it's like, she's right. They did lay out some some promising angles. I th- I do think trying to uh, figure out how to knit the the communities together is going to be a tough one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. I mean, tough guy Maggie is going to be hard to bring into the fold on some of this stuff, and and just the kind of restlessness that is sanctuary right now. Mm-hmm. Um. Who knows? I think Michonne's going to be biting off more than she can handle with trying to yeah. do a charter for all three communities. I agree. And, yeah, that whole thing is going to be our conflict until some major big bad comes. Yes. And I'll, the I'll next have to be major honest big with bad. you. I'm not yep. very excited about seeing that whole process play out. <laughs> uh, some of it I'm interested in. I mean, there could be some fighting between the three of them or four of them, but I'd rather see a herd come through and they have to deal with that. Right, because you want the gang to be on one page dealing with one situation. Yes. Well, I think I think what they're going to do is probably build up to the point that, you know, build up maybe over the next episode or two, hopefully that's it, yeah. that, that is a major conflict until mm-hmm. they realize it's not. And they'll you go know, through, the, they yeah, I think they will real. go through this major conflict until there is a, 
a third conflict that steps in there that unites yeah. them all again. Yep. But 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 seriously, guys, how many times has the Walking Dead done this? Yeah, that's that, where they fracture yeah. things and then they find some conflict to bring them all back together again. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we were complaining about the fear of the Walking Dead, well, where you, they just uh, spread everybody around because of the storm and then they find a way to bring them all back together again. They've been doing it for nine years and they know that there is a recipe. Yes. You know, so they're scared to go too far outside of what that recipe is. Well, we're mm-hmm. calling them out on it. Yep. Do something different. Agreed. Uh, at We Heart TWD of Twitter said, Wow, they fit so much in a small amount of time. LOL, I loved it. Little hints to things that you had to really pay attention to. I'm wondering everyone's thoughts on the new opening credits. I love the new opening credits. I think, I think it's cool. Awesome. I think oh, it's yeah. Really I mean, cool. I don't think any it's... one of us didn't think it was cool. I mean, we both when we were watching fresh. it, we were all kind of like, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so. and it's something that they really needed. Well, it's a good way to start the idea of a new beginning. Right. Yeah, I it's can't like say that they totally needed it. No, Because exactly. the old one was still pretty strong. Yes. But this one visually is, is stunning, and uh, and I think it's uh, it's very appropriate for the season. And it worked well. It worked well for Fear of the Walking Dead when they changed theirs up. Except we do miss that sound effect. We do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At Devane Devane said, "I know it's wrong, but I'd be tempted to tell the children that Gabriel did not have a hall pass. <laughs> That'll keep them in bed. When Maggie didn't stab him, I was losing my sanity. Great start to the season. Yeah, nice. Nice." <laughs> Ellen McGuire at Lovey McGuire said, Who desecrated Glenn's gravesite? To which New Jeff on Twitter said, I'm guessing it was Gregory trying to blame it on the couple who lost their son. Yes, of course. But I don't think the gravesite was desecrated at all. It was just to get her to go over there. Yep. We didn't My see own. any we didn't see it desecrated. I don't we think did, it ever did we actually even see it? No. She no. never made no. it there. No, we never saw it. No, right. she got attacked before she got there. Yeah, so I don't think it was actually desecrated. It's just what Gregory said to get her over there. Yeah. So Kim, do we have any? Uh, do we have any news this week? <laughs> With the premiere of The Walking Dead, we always have news. Word. So, first of all, the saddest bit of news is that Scott Wilson passed away last weekend. He mm. played the character of Herschel, and. He apparently had been battling leukemia for quite a while. And I saw him at Walker Stalker last October. Mm-hmm. Apparently he was sick then. He certainly did not look like it. And he was his normal self and was super loving and cuddly as always. If you look on our webpage, there's a great picture of uh, Kim and and uh, him together at the first Walker Stalker, right? Um, I don't even know if that was the first one. It might have been. I think it was, it was a the first while one. ago. Yeah, maybe. It was a while ago. I've seen him at every single one, every single Atlanta one for the mm-hmm. past five years. And I saw him in Orlando a couple years ago. Um, he was always extremely nice to all of the volunteers and all of his fans. He. You said he was actually exceptionally nice to everyone and yes. all the, yes. the cast he, members. He would hang out afterwards in the bar or outside smoking his cigars. He was famous for his cigars and whiskey. And so if you just ha- happened to walk up on him, he would hang out with you and yep. talk. 
Yeah, he, he didn't have a whole lot of pretensions about him. Um, definitely was, was one of the more more uh, approachable people on this on the uh, show. And he and also happened to be one of the few cast members from Georgia. Yeah, he actually ah, was from that's Atlanta. True. Yeah. That is, yeah. That's true. That's a big point, right? I, I forgot mom, about that. His mom was still alive when they started shooting mm-hmm. The Walking Dead. So, And she lived in Atlanta. So he would visit her quite a bit. And I think he was really excited about coming back to Georgia to, to sure. film because he was out in California. But... Um, yeah, he and his wife, Heavenly, lived in Atlanta, and she was always at the shows as well. And he was just always willing to give that extra hug or an extra picture. He was just a super nice guy. So He had an easy smile about him, so that was always nice. Yeah, so we will miss him, especially since Walker Stalker is coming up in a few weeks here in Atlanta. So well, I'm sure they'll do something big for That'll him. That'll be, yeah, yep. hopefully. I would think so. The next thing is actually kind of a bummer for The Walking Dead but it's telling, and that is that the ratings came out, and they have dropped a lot, like in half. Really? Wow. Yeah, it's not good. So they're Are we talking about from last season or just from a couple seasons ago? or From the premiere of last season, season eight, oh. they had 11.5 million viewers yeah. for mm-hmm. the season eight premiere. This year, they had 6 million viewers. I think they made a really bad mistake on letting or announcing um andrew lincoln leaving i do too i mean there was really no way around it but well you could keep they kept other stuff under wraps you just find a way to keep it under harder and harder yeah well they were i mean what they were actually doing was because that news came out they were trying to bank on the fact that by putting that out in their marketing Mm -hmm. right that they would attract bump the ratings right and, and I think they not. misinterpreted how that would work. Yep. Yeah. Most people so are just said, saying, why am I going to go back to this? Andrew Lincoln's not going to be there anymore anyway. Right. I'll just, I'll just, you know, watch it on uh, streaming. They said this is the, <laughs> this is horrible. The lowest rated, the, this is the lowest rated episode since a single episode in season two. Wow. Hmm. Wow. And really? it's barely above season one ratings. Oh my. Yeah. Um, wow, that's not good. Um, I know there's not. It was not a big topic at work, which a lot of times it had been. Uh huh. Um, so I usually have people approach me. They know I do this podcast, so they'll approach me to talk about it and so forth. I had one person come to talk to me about it. Mm. Well, that's not good. No. But you know, the other thing is they started that ABC, um, not ABC, AMC premiere oh, thing yes. where they can show it the day before it actually airs to everyone else. That's so stupid. Just so they can make a couple extra oh, bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's like four ninety five a month to pay yeah. for this thing and you can get like um, a day early you can see the show and you get a scene from the next week Episode. or the opening of the next week you can see now. You yeah. Know, and paying that for that. I mean, come on. AMC, stop. You know, AMC is rather pitiful in how much they're trying to grab whatever dollars they can from this mm-hmm. mar- from this uh, franchise. I mean, uh-huh. that's pitiful. I'm sorry. I agree. Anyways. We should think about doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. Just because, you know, it may help us prep for the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I need to... <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, that would probably be smart. I think we'll talk about that one off the air. <laughs> I'm sorry. That just... 
<laughs> You're a bad I'm man. Bad. Uh, any more I, news, Kim? Yes, I have one more. Hold on one second. <laughs> I got to find it. Um, okay. The other thing is something that I actually reported on last week or the week before that, and that was that <laughs> The Walking Dead video game with Clementine in it. Mm-hmm. Yes, was going was out like, of business, right? Yes, they, it was like hanging in the air, whether it was going to be con- uh, finished, and if so, who was going to do it? Because Scott Telltale, was pick it up, I think. <laughs> yes, I Telltale Games was like kaput, and they know they didn't have any money to pay anybody to do anything. Well, now Kirkman and Skybound Games has agreed to help out, and they're going to complete the last two episodes. Okay. So they, I mean, they threw that out there as like a red herring, probably. They were just, they were hoping somebody was going to come pick them up. Right. Well, yeah, they were. Yeah. I mean, they were just like, they were looking for some money. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Kirkman's going to finish it out. And that's yeah. the end of that. Yeah. He said we can't lose Andrew Lincoln and Clementine in the same year. I totally agree. I was going to pick it up, but. They got in there before you could. Yeah. I know you had a call into them. They wouldn't let me bring Spider-Man into it. You had big bags of cash waiting. Think about it. Spider-Man against the Walkers. Well, I'm just happy they're going to finish it because I like that game. Good. All right. Next week on The Walking Dead, Season 9, Episode 2, The Bridge. The communities join forces to restore a bridge that will facilitate communication and trade. Someone is gravely injured at the construction site. Dun, dun, dun. Did you say gravely injured? Gravely injured. Yeah, evidently uh, the dude with the long hair is not a not a popular fella, which they introduced to us this week. Oh, okay. Scarecrow the guy. guy. Scarecrow guy. Oh, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even remember. I think what he we saw like. on the previews for next week. He's like getting somebody in trouble on the bridge. Oh, so he's a savior guy, right? Yeah, and he's probably not going to be around much longer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another red shirt. The river, the river may run through him. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Was that the river that was running like so freaking fast? That was pretty cool, actually. Yeah. That really was. That was I mean, that was, you know, I don't know. I, I imagine it was real. even. But if it was CGI, it was a pretty damn good job. Yes. I that river not was not remember moving. the river. The When they're like, oh, we can't go over this bridge. And the water was flying through there. It's like, wow, there must have been like a typhoon nearby. Yeah. Because that was a lot of water. <laughs> and if you're thinking about getting down in there and trying to fix that, you better have well, a lot I think of saviors. Well, I think, you know, based on the hurricane stuff recently, we see what can happen to the rivers. So, Yeah. Saviors are going to be like ants. They just, like, make a bridge out of people. Maybe it's, it's the like hurricane from Fear of the Walking Dead came through and did that. Maybe. Oh, possibly. Except no, I'm, I'm, I'm really later. just kidding. I'm really just kidding. I, I, I would say that's quite a lot of bullshit. But yes. there might be some of the walkers that were floating down the river from Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> John Dory's hat will show up. <laughs> yeah. I came from Texas. <laughs> That's how they get back. I just blew in from the coast. All right. <laughs> All right. If you guys want to write to us, you can write us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at fearmepodcast and on Facebook at facebook.com slash fearmepodcast. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night, everybody.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.